0: Welcome to the fucking show. Sorry, I knew you guys wanted to clap, but everything I'm going to say is going to be amazing. Uh, (laughs) How do you pay, man? Uh, If you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Great cash, homie. Mama, there goes that Hello and welcome to episode 84 of Carson Sack Podcast where we talk balls, but not this week. There will be absolutely no balls talked about on this week's episode. Um, It's 84. I'm joined by my good friend Andrew Crum. I've been mean to have him on the podcast for a while now. Uh, A perfect opportunity has presented itself with Bo Burnham's Last comedy special, Inside, coming out a couple weeks ago, and I think you should leave season two coming out on July 6th. So I thought, what better time than right now to have Andrew Crumb join me? So he will be here um, for this week's episode. As I said, absolutely no balls this week. It no is balls. strictly no sports. There's one question that got snuck in in our mail sack that's Wicked. a sport thing. We can And I'll entertain it because it's the first time she sent a question in, (laughs) but she did not follow directions, which is totally fine. Um, Before we get into um, talking about, I think you should leave an inside, we have a mail sack with a plethora of questions. And then a little announcement about this show after a lot of convincing uh, by multiple people and me finally, I guess, doing the process. The show is now going to be available on Spotify.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I always thought it was going to be a really big long process and it took about two <laughs> minutes to do. So the podcast is now on Spotify as well. If you are listening on SoundCloud or iTunes or anywhere else, if you prefer Spotify, go right ahead over to Spotify and check out Carson Sack. Uh, without further ado, we are now Going to get into the mail sack before we do that. Crumb, do you have anything nothing. for today so far? Nothing. Um, nothing. I'm just happy to be
1: here. You know, I, f- I feel like I've been I've been around Carson Sack since it's, since its inception. So uh, I, I was there three years ago when you got the Carson Sack tattoo. Do you do you still have that? I all oh, the still remnants. Do, Can I? I still
0: on. have the Carson Sack oh, tattoo. I, that is
1: absurd. That, I that don't still yeah. there.
0: I have no clue how it stayed on my bottom lip. Uh, since junior year college spring break but it has and I greatly appreciate that shout out to the uh, where did we go somewhere in South Padre oh yeah know. the South Padre tattoo, tattoo shop shop was I that don't, know. The name? don't know what it was I think it was 50 bucks and it was some of the most excruciating pain I've ever felt in my life who thought four letters could ever be so difficult all right. Now, let's get into the mail sack. The first question I have uh, comes from another good friend of ours, yes. Ryan Moore. Uh, he is technically not a question, but I <laughs> feel like this is a good starting point oh, for yeah. this. Uh, not not necessarily a question, but let's have a two-to-five-minute Marvel argument between you two. Um, so, But, like, what exact—like, I I, I, I've, I feel like you see me as this person
1: that's like— I love every single thing Marvel, and like I, and I really don't like. I, I like Marvel. I'm not like the biggest. It's not like I'm sort of. I'm, I'm not a Marvel
0: shill. I'm not getting paid. You can. Cons- I think you consume. I consume more above of than you aver- an above average amount of Marvel. But like things, correct? I mean, like just watching the MCU. I don't like read the comics. No, like that. that's fine. But like, but I, in I terms think of- anything they put out, I'll watch. It. You yeah. watch, yeah. yes. So I that's. A bad thing. It's certainly not necessarily a bad thing. Like, everybody has what they like, but it's just not for me. I Were you into superhero stuff growing up? Not really,
1: which is weird. Not, not like, too much. I remember liking, the, like, the, the old Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire's movies. Those were always ones I loved. Uh, and, like, The Dark Knight. I feel like that was a big one, too. Yeah. When I came out, when I was, like, 11 or 12. But I feel like
0: everybody... Everybody, I think dark you're a person. dickhead if you don't like the Dark Knight. You're a Dark Knight, but the whole thing—I wasn't into comic books or comic movies growing up either. And with me, Marvel. I think I've only seen five or six mm-hmm. Marvel movies, like ever. I've watched one Marvel TV show, uh, Wandavision, which was good. Which you enjoy? Is- My big problem with Marvel and it's a lot a lot of other brands do this and maybe I'm just so much like more blind to it or I enjoy these other brands more but everything Marvel does seems to just be setting up
1: interconnectedness it's
0: setting up the next thing that the consumer has to consume and watch which I understand
1: if you don't like like I understand not liking that which I I definitely do not enjoy that which I get I think it's fun personally I just I think there's fun in all of that and all the interconnected storylines and everything, you know, leading up to like a big event like Endgame. And listen, am I am I feeding into the machine? Yeah. Yes. And yeah, the, and like am I going to stop?
0: Who's to say? Probably I, not. I absolutely hate how I have to have seen the 2 second <laughs> clip in Iron Man 2 <laughs> of this guy's face <laughs> to understand this 4 second clip of this woman why she's there and Thor, Ragnarok, or whatever. I just hate little things like that. But it makes people have to watch their things, and I understand Marvel doing that. The one other big thing I wanted to stress is when we went to see Endgame. Yes. That entire year. It was 2019? 2019. Yes. The biggest movie, biggest event Marvel has had up until, like, this point. Yeah. Entire year. And that same year another comic book movie came out, Joker, and it absolutely wiped the floor with <laughs> Endgame. It literally they're very, just they're it, very different. It I literally think. just comic booky everything like that. Those two obviously they're, they're stylized different, very different. But Joker comic book movie based from that, mm-hmm. Endgame comic movie, Joker pushed Endgame to the side and was just made to be like a redheaded stepchild and joker <laughs> okay. took over. Okay. In the biggest year for Marvel movies. Okay, who unrelated?
1: Who who do you like better, Joker, uh, Joaquin or uh or uh
0: Heath Ledger? Uh Ledger better, yeah. but Joaquin I think is the best like to go for if they're going to go forward. With, like, extra things, which apparently they might be doing, I think he's the best guy they could have doing it. Did you ever see Suicide Squad? Not but the original. I'll go see the Jared next Leto. one. I'll go see the next Suicide Squad with John Cena and everything.
1: Yeah. I didn't really like the Jared Leto Joker, but he did have a that uh, one Rick Ross song, the purple Le- Lamborghini yeah, song that, that was on was a soundtrack. Good, song. good for that. That, that puts him up. That puts him up there just for that song alone.
0: All right, so I think we've... Marvel, yeah, I think, yeah. like I whatever. Think
1: whatever, I understand. <laughs> I, I get his gripes, I understand.
0: Our next question comes from Maeve Armstrong. Uh, not as serious, but she asked if you had to paint your nails, what color would you pick and why? What color would you pick and why?
1: Uh, I like green. I'm a, I'm what a,
0: type of green? Like, like,
1: shade. I, I like a darker green, like a foresty green. Okay. Uh, that I don't of that. Kind of like, like your hat, like your hat color type. Like, this is. A, that's bad radio, but like, this uh, yeah, is yeah, his
0: Um, yeah, I don't hate that. I would probably do, probably yellow. Just fuck it. If I'm gonna jump into that, just get it.
1: I mean, you got the phone case.
0: Like, notice me. I have (laughs) the yellow nails. Um, and then, can you post in our next question? She just asked, basic, favorite color?
1: Favorite color. I mean, green is my favorite color, but, uh, I don't know. I've always, St. Patrick's Day was always my favorite holiday growing up. I don't know why, just... I think I just like green, and I liked back in grade school when you would like, oh, it's a leprechaun
0: on the other side of the playground. <laughs> Guys, come
1: quick. That might have that been just a me that thing. That was a you that might just been a trendy thing? That might have just been a me thing. Uh, I, I will say, that, no, there
0: was one Luck of the Irish, too. In Dr. kindergarten, something like that. When we went out to recess, our teacher was inside the entire time like pushing around tables and acting like a leprechaun had ran through, so when we got back inside to recess- like she tried her best to make St. <laughs> Patrick's Day a thing. Uh, I'll go with yellow. It's sort of taken over as my favorite color in the last like five years, and yeah. I'm I, I think I'm gonna stick with it for quite a while. Quite a while. Uh, this next question. This is I'm very interested to hear your thing here. I can, oh, yeah. if I had to guess, I bet you I could pick it okay. for you. But okay. Zach Berger asks, Every food has the same health benefits. You can only pick one food. What are you picking? I guess he's. But, like,
1: are, is this just like a generic? F- this isn't like a specific place. No, specific and I'm assuming he, like, it's
0: like all you can eat for the rest of your life. He doesn't really ask or give that in his parameter, yeah. but I'm going to make it that. So, every food, same health benefit. You're not going to.
1: So, like, you could eat all this. It wouldn't matter. It's not going to make you
0: nothing like huge. Outlying. Yeah, nothing is going to change. All right. What, what are you thinking? Uh, I'm thinking chicken wings. And I am feeling, I know you
1: you're going to be. <laughs> I mean, I think with pizza, you kind of have a trick because you can add so many of different toppings. You're like, oh, I want a basic pizza. I can do that. But if you want to have like the toppings of it, oh, I'm feeling like chicken. I can have a buffalo chicken pizza. I can have a barbecue chicken pizza. You can, you know, spice it up every time. You can change the sauces if that's allowed
0: uh, with I the parameters. I don't know.
1: Or is this literally just like, I can only have cheese pizza. No, nah, I, I think you'll be fine with well, yeah. doing
0: whatever you'd like to do. Whatever. So your answer is, is pizza, pizza,
1: in parentheses, variations of pizza. Okay.
0: I would have thought you would have went just, chicken just tenders chicken or tenders. a cheeseburger of some sort. Uh, but look at you, surprising look, people. Look at that <laughs> uh, This is where we do run into our next question with a bit of controversy with the sports. Okay. I certainly don't know how much input you're gonna have on this because it's a golf question but I would probably not. Uh, Lily Julie French first time ask her asked what is your favorite brand of golf attire
1: that's there's I'm an observant here <laughs>
0: this is uh, personally for me I enjoy Callaway shirts. I like them a lot. Um, I recently just bought a pair of Nike golf shoes that are air max'es I like those uh, and then hats no preference whatsoever. Uh, that's as much sport yeah. as you're going to get awesome. today, and it was all about attire, so yeah. strap in.
1: Also, I feel like I need – because so many people – like, golf is such a social thing. I wish I did play golf at this point because it, it seems like such a social event with people our age. Just like, oh, we're golfing. What are you doing, crumbs? like, ah, fuck. I've
0: never <laughs> – I haven't golfed in six years. No, the I'm one not- time we did – but me and you golfed? We played. I didn't think you were terrible I, by any means. Uh, but I don't recall exactly. It wasn't shot for shot. I don't recall a positive outcome. No, we'll get you playing we'll get here you. sooner or later. Um, our next question we had to research this one a little bit. Um, comes from Molly Reese, who asks If you had to fight one member of the Duggar family, who would it be? And Crum.
1: I, well, I looked at because I had heard it's like, well, one of them, I think. Was into child pornography, so we looked that up, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was Josh. It was Josh. So yeah, that seems shame to be on the, you, Josh.
0: That seems to be the one. Uh, we will beat the shit out of you. <laughs> we are anti Josh Duggar, uh, and that's my answer and Crumbs' yeah, answer, and I would answer. assume it's going to be a lot of people's answers. You gotta think. Um, this next question, again, <laughs> I don't know how much we'll be able to weigh into it specifically, okay. but I would love to hear your answer, Emily okay. Shank. Uh, congratulations. On the engagement recently, she asked, who do you like more, Stephanie or Claire? That seems <laughs> very... That,
1: that seems very specific to you. That
0: seems very specific at me, but I think there could be one situation that weighs into your answer well, as that, well.
1: That is true.
0: So, based off that experience of Claire yelling at you for drinking alcohol that was given to you by someone else... I think it was given to you by me. Who's to say... Uh, or it could have been somebody
1: else. Either way, I was unaware.
0: Unaware and was yelled at about drinking alcohol that he did not know was yours, which he that's v- you vehemently uh, apologized for. <laughs> Let's put this behind us. But So I'd assume you would say, you got to pick I gotta Stephanie pick. or Claire. I'll,
1: mm. You know, I'll, I haven't been yelled at by Stephanie. I got to go. Stephanie. So, so one, but that's the thing. She could yell at me tomorrow, and then like, all right, I could be right back, right back mm. to Claire.
0: Well, yeah, again. We appreciate, you, we picking appreciate sides here. you
1: picking sides.
0: Um, Emily, to answer your question, just a beautiful question you've asked. Um Stephanie or Claire. I believe Claire and I were much quicker to become friends after meeting uh last year. I'd technically known Stephanie longer because of a redheaded ex that was a friend of mine. Um You're thinking of one person that's a totally different person. Uh, It's kind of all over. Uh, So me and Claire, faster friends. I would still say probably at, oh, I guess I like Claire better a little bit. Like a little bit more. Just because we were more like. It was easier to become her friend than it was Stephanie's. Stephanie, you're a great woman, and I look forward to us building our friendship (laughs) once Claire finally leaves and moves to L.A. in about a month or so. Uh, Our next string of questions comes from uh, another dear friend of ours, Michael Turner. Oh, let's go. He asks, what mascot duo beats Buddy the Bat and the hellish Florence Yalls Watertown mascot in a tables, ladders, and chair match? That's
1: wow! <laughs> so so we got Buddy and uh, the Florence Yalls. Yeah, Tower mascot. I'm trying to think of some good mascots. Whenever I think of mascots, I always think of a big, big old red from WKU. All right. Um, what what's the mascot for like the the New Orleans team, the Baby Cakes?
0: Who are you talking about? It's there's a New
1: Orleans team. There's a minor league baseball team because those are both minor league teams. So I was trying to think of like. Them by there was one that was like the uh, the new orleans baby cakes and it was like a big baby but like mardi gras themed
0: okay oh so like what okay so you if that's the case what who does the baby cake fight in this and like, oh, who like does who? big red fighting that because like, they're going to be paired off it's yeah, not no, going to be that's two true. On one um, or i feel like, like that. big
1: red and buddy would be okay and then water tower versus big baby cakes Which I don't even know if this is a real mascot, to be
0: honest. I I could be. be I may be. I don't hate it. I do not hate it. The first place my mind went was the Michigan State Spartan. Yeah. And the BYU Cougar.
1: I'm also. I'm also thinking of the uh, what's the mascot from like the Philadelphia Flyers? That fucking crazy gritty. Gritty, yeah. Gritty could put up some, or the Stanford tree, um, I think could put up. Could just really freak some people the fuck out. You no,
0: know, I'll take. Yeah, I'm fine with the Stanford tree, but I think in a turn of events, yes, buddy, the bat and the Stanford tree could be in cahoots. In cahoots with one another. I, when I picture bats, I picture them hanging upside H- in down trees. in trees, and that's so not that really the it case. It's in caves, but like I'll take those to be yep. like match up with each other, and then right. they turn on their partners. Oh In no. the TLC match, and they win the match themselves. And it's Buddy the Bat and the Stanford Tree. I think this was a... There there we one go. thing? Wow. I think we found the answer to the question. Or it would make a lot of sense if like Mammoth Cave, Mammoth Kentucky had like a... A mascot of some sort. A single-A baseball team and they could just be the Mammoth Cave or something. <laughs> the <Mammoth laughs> That caves. would be a lot more... What's um, your team's mascot? It's just it's just A caves. It's just a cave. Um, all right. Mike, thank you for sending those in. Uh, we have a... Slew of questions now okay. from our former roommate Mike Bennett. That
1: does seem to be. I could see that. Let's, um, let's go.
0: The first one. It is a specific question for you. Yeah. He asked "Why the fuck does Crumb like to run for fun?"
1: <laughs> Listen, it's sometimes you just need to. It's something. Sometimes you just got to do. And I also don't like any other form of exercise. Uh, lifting weights was never. It's just never my thing. I feel like I'm too late to do that now. Unless I, like, just do have, like, my own home gym, which I could probably do. I don't know. I feel, I, there's too much insecurity when I go to the – there's there's one good Bo Burnham line that I'm all over the place right now where he's like, I'm insecure about my – he's like, I don't go to the gym because I'm insecure about my body. But I'm insecure about my body because I don't go to the gym. And that's pretty much my – the way I live life. So, like, that's why – and I like – I don't hate running. I like – that's my way of listening to music too. I think that's a big.
0: If uh, I think the middle ground for you is if you were to live in an apartment complex that had a gym in it, yeah. they're normally smaller, not do, as crowded. We do, we do have
1: a small gym here, which I probably could. Yeah, but it's, it's maybe I'm just lazy. That's, okay. prob- that's probably the, the stronger answer there. Uh,
0: his next question is where uh, where is your and Crumb's next big adventure going to be? I'm referencing the trip to California.
1: The trip to California, which if listeners aren't aware of, was, was a time. Quite a time a, was in was our life.
0: Crum uh, and I were very fortunate enough to take a, I forget, 11-day, 13-state, yeah. over 2,000-mile trip across the country from, not technically across, yeah. but Louisville, Kentucky to Arizona State, then to Newport Beach, California. And then Grand Canyon back around right there. Uh, Went to
1: Colorado, walked a trail. Yes, we did. Which May was a ca- fantastic time. May have caused an avalanche. Who's to say?
0: Uh, visited the Blue Hole, which is it's- a beautiful sight <laughs> to see, no matter what day of the year. If you're ever of the year, if you're
1: ever going through New Mexico,
0: you might as well Blue stop. Um, there's been ideas thrown around. Nothing's ever been set in stone. We've mentioned. Wanting to go to Halloween Town in, in Oregon. Or, in Oregon. Yeah. We feel like we've seen a, de- I feel like at least we've seen a decent amount of the states that we would have to drive through to get there. Yeah. I mean, obviously we did not see Oregon, but yeah. that would be a very fun
1: thing. Uh, north, like Northwest, I think would be a cool area to visit. Because that's one I feel like it's not like a once in a life, but that, that's so kind of in its own mm-hmm. zone in the country where that that'll definitely be one. We also—I don't know how often Carson's been to the Northeast. I did a couple of years ago, but that is definitely somewhere I wouldn't mind traveling through as well.
0: The Northeast has been mentioned. Um, I don't know if it's technically—it's been thrown around as well as the Northwest and the Northeast, but a Southern trip mm-hmm. to a golfing event next year, Yeah, if it is to hopefully— like, come to fruition. That would yeah. be a lovely thing to go really? back to Oklahoma and through some of those states. Um, there's a lot of ideas. A lot of ideas. It's just going to take some, like, stick to yes. to get one of them done. Absolutely. But those, those are ideas uh, right off the top. Uh, Mike then also has just a statement. Uh, every time Chrome brought a soda into the dojo, he would spill it. Do you I, have any
1: what? I, I hold on. I didn't. I denounced this. I don't think I spilled every single time I brought a.
0: Not every single time, but you spilled more often than not.
1: No. Yeah. Every single, just cut. Like, what do you like? I don't like if it's a thirty-two ounce. I just like throw it off, fall on the ground. I don't think that happened. This is rewriting history. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of things that you. There's a lot of things you can say about me, but I feel like that one. That's where I'll stay in my ground and say I feel like I kept my drinks in their cups. I'll, I'll stand my ground there.
0: Okay. Well, see if you can stand your ground on this next <laughs> one. Uh, who was better at Mario Baseball? Rumor suggests Crumb used foreign substances. <laughs> foreign substances. Crumb would sneak off into this the is, loft
1: I swear when to everyone
0: God, was asleep. I swear to God. To practice and try whoa. and get better than everybody. Because I'm pretty
1: sure Carson did this with Super Strikers. No. Yes. I remember waking up one time. One here time? Hearing the... Here when in the <laughs> Hearing, Give me dates. Hearing, hearing the Wario, yeah, and am like the soccer ball shoot. I don't fucking, I can't think of what the sounds were of so super who, strikers.
0: Who was the best? Who was the best baseball? in baseball? I mean, he just wants to know. Yeah, who was better? You who or was me? Better? You or know I me? Mean? I mean, I got, I got to stick with
1: me, but I don't know. You're pitching with. I feel like you pitch with Waluigi a lot, or maybe I'm thinking of somebody else.
0: Uh, but no, I, I pitched think, with whoever the fuck that little short one is that was, like, red. Oh, like, yeah. The,
1: the, was it the guy with, like, the... It was a
0: woman. I, I treated oh, the, her as oh, if she blue, was the, a woman. Oh,
1: the blue one with, like, the little yeah skin on her head. Yeah. I okay. pitched with
0: her a lot, and I absolutely she, loved that little thing. Little thing. <laughs> I, I apologize to that Nintendo and that thing that I don't know what it's called or her name. Yeah, stuff. Um...
1: What, but are you,
0: what are you... He's probably better at Mario Baseball. Super Strikers. But Super Strikers, that was I... It, yeah, it was... That was tough. No one in that house would be able to touch me at that. No. Um, Let's see. Cr- um, Mike Bennett also asked, what are y'all's top five rappers of all time? This is just... I... I love the way his mind works. <laughs> uh, if
1: you... Boy. Were these asked at different times? Like, did um, you think, was, it, was it Buck thinking, like, okay, like, thinks of a question, like, 10 minutes later, is like, yo, I got to go back to Instagram to think of this question. Yeah,
0: basically, um, he had, like, two right in a row, and then he, somebody else got one question in, then he got another one in, yeah. and then another one, yeah, and yeah. then he, he asked on one, like, early this morning. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, sometimes you have to sit on it. Uh, where, where, so, where, where do you stand
0: um, I I don't know if these are, he wants them in order But I would go Little Wayne I think his Lead up and whatever to the Carter 3 Is the best I will probably ever be able to see um, Drake I guess Jay-Z I feel like I have to put <laughs> Jay-Z in, be in like there
1: Obligated Heart of the City That's a great song
0: The Notorious <laughs> B.I.G. And then I don't want to put him Oh. I d- I'm not gonna put
1: Eminem in there. I, I, I was like, Harris, no. out of principle, Carson's ne- Carson no. would never.
0: Um, and my fifth, son of a bitch, let's just go with, let's just beat you, uh, you know, no, fuck it, I'll say, rapper-wise, Andre 3000. That's
1: was, okay, so that's what I was gonna start mine with, because like, I just love OutKast. Although, shout out to Big Boy, feels like people forget about him, and that conversation of, talking about outcasts and greatest rappers, because Big Boy always held his own. Um, I'm going to try to think of it. Uh, Biggie is also another one where, like, I try not to be like, oh, I listen to Tupac and Biggie, like, all the time. And, like, I I don't. But I I feel like Biggie is the one that I've actually, like, listened to as I've gotten older. I I feel like through you, because you used to play these, like, old Biggie remixes, like the One Party in the USA, Biggie Smalls remix.
0: I prefer... The are towards B.I.G. to Tupac just yeah. about every day of the week. So yeah, I could answer there. And then you got three more. Yeah, three more.
1: Um I'll have Kanye as an honorable mention, because I don't think he's like one of the greatest rappers, but I think like when it comes to a rapper making music, I think he's he's has some of my favorite albums. Uh I feel like I should include somebody newer. I'd, I'd probably include Wayne too. I'll probably say Eminem Sorry, but I got Eminem, up, it until up until... Up until 2000. He got,
0: like, nine clean and <laughs> to, listen, fixed his life a little bit.
1: Uh, and then, I'm debating between Drake or Kendrick, because... Drake, in terms of his, like, longevity and how he's been able to, like, be literally the top rapper of the last, like, 11 years without really slowing down, is pretty crazy. But also...
0: He's changed a yeah. decent amount. Too. I mean, you yeah, see he what he does now, sort of doing more of, like, the trap rap influences yeah. and stuff to stay, like, current yeah. and everything. I appreciate him at yeah. least trying to yeah. stay current and everything like that. Yeah. Except when he tries to sound British and everything, I don't yeah. get that. <laughs> um, then I'll go, I'll just go Kendrick
1: then. I feel like I should switch it up a little from yours. Also, we want a Pulitzer to Pretty wild.
0: Which is good for him. Pretty wild. Uh, he still did not win the Grammy, though. Macklemore did. Which is... Which is great. Which good is for Macklemore. Really good.
1: Shout out the heist. Uh, what are those... Uh, thrift Shop. Can't Hold Us. Same the Love. Song, same same love, love is a good fucking That's so song. Bad. That
0: song's great. I don't care who you are. And we're recording this on June 29th. It's still Pride Month same love <laughs> okay um and then our last question comes from Polly Marino um uh, before I get to that Buck thank you for always sending in such poignant and great questions thank but you Buck this is a specific question for you Crumb oh about me oh it's gonna be an, I would hope it's a no but Polly wants to know does Carson talk shit behind my back
1: no I don't believe so. (laughs) No.
0: Does. Okay, another thing. This isn't a question she asks here, but she always asks whenever I say, like, oh, I was hanging out with blank and blank. She asks, oh, did I come up? How often does Paul Marino come up in our conversations? I I can't say too
1: often. And, like, I don't mean that in a negative way. Like, oh, why would we talk? But, like, you know, it's not just like I'm I'm randomly like, oh, what the fuck did Paulie do? this Exactly.
0: So. Thank you for supporting yeah. that. I try not to talk shit you know, behind your back, Polly. Shout out, Polly. That is going to do it for the mail sack on this edition of Garden Sack. Thank you very much once again to everyone that sent in questions. That segment is physically impossible to do without you all. So thank you. Well, h- hold on,
1: hold on here. Carson, do you have any questions for me? For you? Just in general? just um, Before we... Leave the mail sack. Yeah.
0: Why is Finn Balor just nothing special?
1: <laughs> All right. So for some context, a few years ago when we were living together, I I just didn't find the professional wrestler. Is it Finn Balor or Finn, Finn Balor? Finn.
0: Oh, the Finn Hive oh, is going to have no, their way the, with Finn, you. The, the Finn Balor Hive? Club is coming for you. But yes, yeah, Finn Balor. The Balor Boys. I'm not a... I...
1: I don't know. It just, nothing clicked. It just didn't click with me. Which is fine. Which is fine. And I, I'm sorry that I didn't find anything special about him. I, mean, I,
0: I don't know. Maybe, I, I think I need to give him another chance. Uh, okay. you, what did you think about the woman who, uh, the Tour de France that's flashed her sign? What? you don't, you're unaware of that? What, what happened here? The woman at the Tour de France. I, I've been out of the loop. After oh my goodness. You Wait, have to... Here, hold, on, hold on. Watch this. Click this video and watch this. Right, hold so on. Yeah, oh. Okay, so oh. I stopped it there because I showed him the video. Folks, I've seen the video. Jesus Christ. That was... <laughs> Apparently she is like... On the run, like, she can't be found right now. <laughs> Apparently, the Tour de France is trying to find her to push charges and everything. But just a turn of events. I'm shocked you did not see that no. in any capacity. how long ago did that happen? Two. It happened over the weekend. It happened okay. Saturday. So, see. three days, but see. still. Yeah. My goodness. Um. Jeez. Let's see. That's... Those two are about the most poignant questions what I have right now. Have? Oh okay, one more, since we're Kay. keeping it uh, cultural here, what did you think about Tyler the Creator's new album?
1: I, I enjoyed it a lot. I think I feel like it's the first like straight- up rap album that Tyler Creator's done in a while, so that's cool. I also love the uh, what's the DJ drama shout outs that are just randomly sprinkled throughout the album. I guess that's what he used to do in his old mixtapes. But, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I really liked his last two albums where I feel like he started to really, I don't know, come into his own musically. So, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. What about you?
0: Uh, I enjoyed it a whole lot. It was a bit of a surprise to me that an album of his was coming out. Um, but he's going to be at a couple festivals this year, and normally artists that go to festivals are there to like help promote Stuff like that. So I was a bit surprised by it. The only issue I had with it is on the song Corso. Yeah. The, like, lyrics seem to be, the volume on those seem to be turned down. Hmm. So I have I to. I think so,
1: too. That was, yeah. I have like, to
0: turn it all the way, like, up in my car or whatever I don't know if that's to like listen to. Maybe
1: that's, like, a purposeful thing. I would I assume.
0: I would assume so. I highly doubt how other yeah. creators is doing that just to fuck with us. Um Okay. Those are all the questions I have. We now want to switch focus um, to our first big topic at yes. hand here. Um, I think you should leave season two. It comes out July 6th. Yes, sir. Um, it's a Tuesday. Looking forward to that. But first we need to talk about season one of I think you should leave with Tim Robinson.
1: Yeah, we do.
0: I'm. It's a sketch show. Which I'm typically not
1: – like I, I'm not somebody that's just like – I don't think anybody does this anymore, but no. like turning into Saturday Night Live and like a Saturday night, like, yo, I gotta watch this sketch show. No. And I did like Key and Peel a lot. Like, there's a lot of sketches there that I like, but I don't think there's been a sketch show that I can think of uh, other than this one that, like, in the last two years has still, like, I still quote it pretty much at least once
0: every few days yeah. in some capacity. Um, I echo that same sentiment. Do you remember how you came across this? I think you. I don't remember. If that was the case, I don't even. I personally don't remember how I came across it. Um, I just remember I didn't start with the first episode. Mm. Um, I think I started with episode two. And I'm going to get into that a little bit later. But I was like, what in the fuck is (laughs) going on? And then the first time I watched it with somebody. I think it might have been with you. And I watched it. From the start, I'm just that first sketch that I'll get into later. Like, barely any words are said, but I remember like crying, laughing. I was like, "Okay, this is a really good fucking show." Yeah. Um, so before we talk about season two, I wanted to get Crumb here and do a top eight ranking of our favorite sketches. We can go and talk a little bit about them. I'm assuming we're gonna have a decent. Um, amount of the same,
1: yeah, probably some overlap, but we'll see. So I think some maybe that might be surprising, mm-hmm. but we'll see.
0: Okay, um, do you want to start or do you want me to start? Um, I have an honorable mention.
1: Okay, this one is the uh, an honorable mention is the well, I have two. One is the biker guy. Mm-hmm. One was the guy That's who, good, yeah. in the sketch, it's a man who lives on some other bike planet who then travels to Earth <laughs> to figure out if motorcycles exist on Earth. It's – it's tough to really
0: – When I – this Sunday I went back and I rewatched the entire series and everything and I wrote like a little quote or something or something I liked about from all yeah. of them. Yeah. And for this one my quote was, yeah, guys, there's motorcycles. <laughs> where he's, he's in, he sees a car and he's like, whoa, two motorcycles with a little, little house, house in it? Yeah. Um, I – that is not on my final list but it, That's it got a star from me to like – Rank it. Another
1: one more honorable mention is the uh, Fenton Stables and Horse Ranch, which is about the which is about like giving the small penis gene to horses so (laughs) that when older men are don't feel insecure about their own penis sizes when they're next to a horse. Solid one.
0: Unfortunately for me, my only thing I said about that was not for me. I (laughs) I love that one. Um, My. My on honor- like a horses. That sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> the one of the honorable mentions that I have um, is the uh, printer. The Santa, uh, yeah, came, yeah, yeah. The early. Santa
1: I- came early. came I was- thought
0: that was really good. And a big thing that I think you're going to see through my list or whatever, but um, and maybe crumbs that I just want to harp on here is Tim Robinson was good about like writing things and casting things that even if he's not in it as like the guy of the show, his name's in the title. It's still funny, and I think they did yeah. a good job writing for different things and casting talented and funny uh, people I agree. Um, as their own thing. So, right, so with that being said, do you want to start with number eight? Um, I didn't rank. Yeah, I probably should have, but I will rank
1: them as I go. Okay. So I'll go number eight. I'm going to go with the Laser Spine Specialist, otherwise, otherwise known as the one where he ends up talking to the record label guy. <laughs> And um, what's the song called?
0: Moon River, River Rock.
1: Rock. Moon River Rock. Like, I'm trying to think of some lines from that. Can you think of any lines from that? Because I'm trying to think of specific one or the ones where he's like, at the very beginning of like this laser spine specialist when he's talking about like.
0: I can pick my son over, over my yeah, head. He's, Come here, you little bug. Come here, you little fuck. I'm going to get you over my head like a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then, obviously, the Moon River Rock, Moon River Roll, when they're uh, right at the end. Um, and the guy's like, I've got this right in your Q zone. It's right in your Q zone. He's like, you need to loosen up. <laughs> um, that's not on my list. But number eight for me is the door sketch. The, the very, very first sketch. one. Is
1: that the one you were talking about earlier? Yes.
0: Um I thought about not including it, but I was like, that just set the tone for the entire thing. And this is me looking way too far into this whole <laughs> sketch. But, like, if you don't understand the premise of it, he leaves a job interview and the door is a push, but he wants to pull it. So he goes to pull it and it doesn't budge. And the person he's interviewing is like, oh, I think it's a push. And he goes, no, I was here yesterday, it's a pull. And he just – Tim Robinson pulls it until it breaks off the hinges and everything. And the way I, like, thought about this on Sunday was it doesn't really fucking matter if you, like, like these sketches or anything. He's putting them out there and he's going to open the fucking door. He's going to give you these sketches whether you like it or not. So here you go. So that's where um, number eight is for me. My number seven sketch is the hot dog car. Hot dog Um, car. I like this one. I think it's extremely funny. The quote I have for it is maybe we take his bare butt out of his costume and spank <laughs> him.
1: I have this later, but I'll I'll talk the one where it's just the very end where he's just like listing all the porn <laughs> website names it's like, it's like we used to watch porn <laughs> on I a know. computer. Now we watch it on our
0: phones. <laughs> I like, know these, these names these names better than I know my <laughs> own grandmothers. Um okay, Grumble cheer number seven for number this. Number seven. I was
1: debating if hot dog sketch, but right, I'm gonna go the day that Robert uh, murdered me, Palin murdered me, which is the bones are their worms sketch.
0: I left this one off my list, wow. but I understand
1: it's the, popularity. But also, there's the, there's the line at the end where they're like, we think they're like we really wanna. We think we really like Johnny songs, like Johnny is in me, is Billy. 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 like Billy. Billy as in me or Billy as in him. <laughs> It's like, well, your name's not Billy. Yeah,
0: that's why I'm so fucking confused. <laughs> the song uh, what I that's a great quote. And then what I also liked about this one is uh the guy from Entourage, Billy Walsh, he's the musician, like the lead singer oh, oh. in that and everything. So I was shocked to nice. see Billy Walsh make an appearance here. Um but yeah, unfortunately that did not yeah. find its way onto my list. Yes. But the bones are other their money. money
1: and but, other worms. <laughs> So, do I do my number six? Now? Yeah, go sure ahead and do your number six. Uh, I'll do the hot dog sketch because I think every reason we gave mm-hmm. it's solid. The meme ability of that one, too. Like, it's even if you have never watched, I think you should leave. You've seen that. Like, we're all trying to find the guy I who did, did this, this in the hot dog suit. Uh,
0: my number six is the honk of your horny uh, <laughs> bumper sticker. It's a good sketch, but what puts it over the top for me is the Friday Night song. Yeah. I absolutely adore that. There's a Twitter account that I follow that every day, every just Friday. every Friday it tweets out the opening Friday, Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. And I favorite it or favorite it. Every time. Or retweet it. So it's a good sketch, but I'm putting it merely at six for the Friday Night song. Yeah. Uh, my number five Happens to be the magic show sketch from episode three. Um, a quote from that, that fat piece of shit made you look like a fool. Charlie, you are. A, and then goes on. You are a boy. I will not respect you. And I'll make sure the kids don't either. Um, God, that one. basically the guy goes and just gets, and he's a regular participant in a magic show as yeah. one would be. And the wife overreacts. Um, who do you have as your number five? A number five. I'm going to go with
1: the Christmas Carol sketch of mm-hmm. uh, the Boneyes. Uh, we got to slaughter the Bonies. Every single line that is said by what's his Sam, Sam Richardson. Mm-hmm.
0: Every single thing he says in that makes me laugh. Just about. <laughs> I in, I like that one. I didn't include it on my list, but I kn- knew you were a fan of that, so I like watched it with a little bit more like. Open ears for it and everything. Come on, Scrooge, there's a bone mama. Don't let it lay an egg. <laughs> uh, when Sam Richardson goes, that's good bone crushing. That's good bone crushing. And then at the very end, he just goes, crap dang it. This <laughs> crap sucks. dang it. This, he's like, oh
1: no, the ponies did more bad stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sam Richardson's is an actual treasure that needs to be protected at all costs. All right. um, what is your number four? The big final four here. What's your so number final four? The final four,
1: I'm going to go with. The honk if you're horny, mm-hmm. uh, sketch. Honestly, pl- one be- because of the uh, like the Friday Night song and the fu- one of the funniest little parts is when he's getting he finds the stash of porn magazines and his trunk. and He's like, hurry up! He's like, I've seen a lot of these. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just like hug at the end. And like, I'm sorry, man. Like I didn't, I, just, I didn't know what it came over
0: me. Well, the guy freaking gets out of his car the, the run, The run, run
1: that he does is one of the funnier things I've ever seen in my life. Uh, so, Carson, what's your number
0: four? Number four is The Old Man Flight with
1: See, another
0: national treasure, Will Forte. Will Forte.
1: That, that one has never fully resonated with me as much, I think. I still love it, though. That,
0: that was, for the longest time, my favorite sketch. Um... The old man is trying to get revenge on a now 30-something-year-old that, when the 30-year-old was a baby, was crying the entire flight to... The old man was going to see Buckingham Palace to make the soldiers laugh was the reason he took his flight. Um the quote I had from this one, when the stewardess asked him, the old man, to go to his new seat because he's in the wrong seat. And the other guy standing there and goes, oh, that's a good idea. Move in the direction I'm headed. <laughs> um, and then the cry the old man just has is just absolutely terrible. Um, big fan of basically anything Wolf Forte does. Yeah. So glad he got to appear here as the fort. Uh My third sketch that I rank is Brunch With the girls from episode one. Yes. Maybe one of the most, like, quotable ones. Eating hog shit (laughs) with these sacks of shit. Yeah. It was like, it was like. Sunday fun day with with these these pig pig dicks. Dicks. Hog shit snarfing contest. It was like, Sunday fun day with these pig
1: dicks. It was like, golfing down pig dicks. And they're like, wait, are we the pig dicks? Or are we the max?
0: (laughs) That was one. It's in episode one. And I remember when we watched that, or whoever I watched that with with the first time watching with uh, extra people, it was something that we just couldn't like not cry awesome. laugh at. So it was top three for me for sure. Who's your number three?
1: Hold on. So number three, I I, I, I had one that I was going to have, but I think I might have it as an honorable mention, If that's okay. I want to throw my honorable mention here first. So Go ahead. Okay. Is the Bozo did the dub sketch. I, Which I, I love that sketch, but, like, I, the more I think about it when I compare them to all of these, I just, I had it, like, on my list of general sketches, but the fact that this guy, that the, the main character of this uh, sketch was, like, I, well, well, but that, uh, it's, like, I don't know any YouTube videos, so I'm going to create my own, <laughs> and they're just, like, like, dude, what is this, like, this video was uploaded Six, and, hours, and, six hours six ago. Six hours ago, and has one view. He's Like, yeah, have you seen it? It's hilarious. <laughs> and he's
0: then like, I it's I very clearly know. the guy Who in the meeting it. in the thing. Yeah, he's like, ah, I hope I don't
1: jack off. <laughs> 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 I hope no one goes home and fucks
0: No, my this mom. this is what Bozo is saying. This is what he wishes. They're he could like, have they're said. like,
1: wait, is it is it Bozo? Or are you doing this? He's like, no, <laughs> Bozo did the dub. It's like, all right, uh, but but anyway. My number three is going to be the um, the old man in the the, the board focus the, the, the group. focus group sketch. The well, whole thing. Well, that's
0: uh, my number two, so that's a good. That's a good. So that's a lead good in. But I,
1: I do have my number two after this, but that one, yeah, that everything, and we can go into more specific details with that one when you talk about it. But then, so I guess because Bozo did the dub, that was an honorable mention. My number two is going to be the game night sketch, the one with Tim Heidecker. The uh where, where he's just
0: a pretentious where asshole pretentious boyfriend.
1: It's like everybody's like, oh, who am I? They're playing like charades, like, who am I? They're like, oh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. And then he's just like, uh, uh, this guy played with the Jazz 5, he he knew how to play the high C. They're like, we don't know who
0: this is. It's like it's Roy Donk. The only quote I have from that is, I mean he's no Roy Donk. <laughs> where she starts, they're just like, We'll just act something
1: out. She starts, like, invisibly playing an <laughs> instrument. He's like, oh, she's like, oh, I love what she's putting down.
0: <laughs> and then your record collection is quite meat and potatoes <laughs> to start off the entire <laughs> sketch. And then I forget the miso soup or whatever soup. Where like, oh, it's soup, And it's supposed to be cold and it's room temperature and he acts like it's burning his mouth. If, you, oh, if, if you're expecting something to be cold and true temperature, it's going to burn your mouth. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, my number two, which you said... When Year number yeah. three was the focus group of the old man. Um, quite possibly the best cameo in the entire series yes. was, I believe his name's Ruben. I follow him on Instagram. I watched an interview where Tim Robinson was saying that this guy was just a regular casting thing. They didn't put any like specifics on what they needed, just like an old guy. Old guy. And Ruben showed up and absolutely killed it. <laughs> Um, the best, I don't even want to like spoil Yeah. anything with this. I really just implore you to look up this sketch on your own, yeah, and watch it because I think it is. I bet that's a good way, good way, but one of it's obviously the second best on my list, but mm-hmm. could have been number one on anybody else's. Yeah. Uh, what is your are you gonna go number because I would we win? Yeah, two, I can one. go number yeah, one yeah. now. So, my number one, uh, unequivocally, is Baby of the Year. My number one as well. <laughs> from episode one. Um, again, Sam Richardson, National Treasure. Uh, a quote I have from this is, Fuck you, Harley Jarvis. Um, we have a certified showed on our hands. <laughs> Little <and>, toucan, <tuna> <laughs> And his father didn't need to do the oral. oral. <laughs> and then the whole entire in-memoriam segment. is I like... In don't usually show how they died. Shut up. <laughs> um, do you have anything else you want to say about that I, number I, one?
1: Was like, I just love the fact that the doctor's name is Doctor Skull. I was <laughs> I just that was a funny name. And then he felt so bad. He's like, it's okay, doctor. You're still a good doctor.
0: <laughs> and then the friggin' person that comes in to try and shoot Harley Jarvis, just like throw it away. Like, this yep. is stupid. <laughs> Um. So season two that does it for our ranking. Season two yeah. comes out July six. Are there any?
1: Do you have any other sketches that you can think of? Because I was I was thinking of the one where it's uh, him and his like wife or girlfriend, and it's the nachos, and I, he takes a little bit of the nachos. It's just the one part where he's like pretending to act like he doesn't know what he did to the one. He's just like, what? I I love that. Part.
0: I like that, and I guess the more. As time has gone on, I've grown to think that one's just okay. Yeah. Like, I had no notes yeah, or anything wasn't on from my, it. Yeah, I didn't put it on the, um, on the list, but... I will say, um, I think the first and second episodes were, like, the strongest. We forgot. We didn't even mention the, uh...
1: Has this ever happened to you? That one's, I feel like, a really popular one. I think but. that's
0: a very popular one. Um, going back on... Like I said to you, I went and... Wrote down every sketch and highlighted, wrote quotes for every of them. The episode six, I didn't star or like right. any much of anything. I don't know. I mean, I some of those know. for those are the Fenton Stables, which you that had was. on your I, list. I, I was,
1: that was an honorable mention. Uh,
0: the chunky Mega Money Quiz. That was fine. Uh, the mob movie unloading, where he's just trying to get rid of all his stuff. I'm uh, yeah. certainly not saying these aren't funny. They yeah. just
1: didn't. The one that died, dude. Do- that one was pretty funny. I just didn't have it on the list. Was the Garfield House? That one was pretty stupid. That pretty one funny. is
0: stupid. <laughs> um, let me see. I enjoyed, as an honorable mentioned, the organist at the funeral. Yeah, yeah.
1: RIP. Uh,
0: What's his name? I don't Ralph, remember his Ralph
1: name. Willard? Not Ralph Willard. I think that's a his name. Fred is Willard. Fred I think Willard. Ralph Willard was a former U assistant basketball coach.
0: That's all. No sports. <laughs> that's we said no sports. Uh, I did like the part two of T.C. Tuggers where it pretty much evolves into a knockoff Apple commercial where yeah. it's just these old men. I think I might go as a T.C. Tugger shirt for Halloween this year because I'm tired of yeah. spending like 30 or 40 bucks on like clothes or something for it. All I had to do is get a bottle cap and some glue. Yeah. So You're like, good. Spoiler alert. So you'll know if you know. Um, What did you think about the fart meeting where they put the... Uh,
1: not a fan it's, it's not it's it's not that's another one that's not for me necessarily
0: I think the quote at the end of that this is a portrayal on levels that no one's ever seen I think <laughs> is a funny. good quote that I'd like to try and mix into my vocabulary a little bit more uh, what about To Pay Dave where they'll pay the gorilla to come <laughs> yeah, attack yeah, yeah, yeah. you
1: or the that's another good one I feel like we're just listing things down might as well but the one uh, where it's like the gift bag ideas
0: yeah, the, like, the unloading the moths. Oh, yeah, or, yeah, unlo- so, yeah. I thought
1: that one was funny.
0: Um, so, okay. Well, so, with season two coming out July 6th, are there any, like, things you want to see in season two? Not, like, sketch ideas, but, like, I would love if this next season, these episodes weren't just 16 and 17 minutes yeah, long. But maybe
1: that might be, like, the reason why it's... That well, might be the part of the, the, the recipe for success.
0: Well, then maybe we can get more than six episodes.
1: Maybe. I mean, they've had two years. Granted, it's been COVID, but yeah, there was
0: a pan- little thing there called was the a, pandemic. Well, a little bit of, uh, called pandemic. You ever heard of it? Um, but no. So those are our rankings for the I think you should leave season one sketches. Could not be more excited for I think you should leave season two, season two. July six. Watch it. Reach out to us if yeah. you do end up watching it. Um, or any of these never, sketches? If you never
1: watched episode, the first season,
0: watch the first so, one, or just at least watch the number one and number two rankings we had, um, so you can get an idea and let us know if you like them. Right. We now shift focus from, I think you should leave, to the widely loved, I've not seen a bad review for it, um, Inside, the Bo Burnham, his third Netflix special. Um, open up to you. I know I've been a big fan of Bo Burnham for a while. I know you have too. When's the first, like memory of his love, like, viewing his content or Um, jokes or anything.
1: I I knew of him probably back in, like, 2007 or so when he was, like, making songs. But I would say, like, the first time I really did, there was a music video for his song Words, Words, Words. Mm -hmm. I was in, like, the eighth grade. And I think from there, that's when I started following him. And and it really started to pick up when he was, like, started making all those big vines. He had uh, Zach Stone is going to be famous.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. that first episode underrated. is on YouTube. I
1: watched it. Underrated show. Couldn't wanna, find
0: any other episodes anywhere except iTunes. And yeah. I have to buy. I should probably buy. Yeah. It's like ten bucks.
1: But Under, a severely underrated show. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, like I think ever since in that special, because got can that show got canceled after like a like a couple weeks, which was unfair. I think it was ahead of its time. But uh, yeah, and then his what special, and then ever, ever since then, you know, he's been cranking out good content. Uh, the Make Happy special, he directed a movie, and- And it, that movie
0: awesome. is awkward as hell, eighth but, grade.
1: But it's a very, after being around, because I've been working with middle schoolers here, being around those kids, it's like, yep, he pretty much- Nailed it. He nailed it.
0: Um, so piggybacking off that, at the end of his second special, The Make Happy- and I don't know if it's said or anything, but the first thing that I noticed or whatever is at the end of that second special, it goes from the special being performed to him walking into a room, and
1: that same room is what is used for for
0: the set of Inside. And just for context of Inside, if you have not seen it, it is what Bo Burnham put out Made himself, he wrote everything, directed everything, did the lights, edited, sang, did everything on his own in what looks like a guest house-ish type thing during the the COVID pandemic. Which, um, before you get into any specific breakdowns, just to be able to do and make something at this scale, to do everything by by yourself, extremely talented, um, to do everything on your own. So he deserves, um, all the praise he gets Mm -hmm. for that type of thing. I couldn't imagine trying to go and do everything as detailed and as, as high quality as he did on something like this. Um, I'm honestly having some trouble where to start. Um, the first thing it opens with, is Daddy Made You Some Content. <laughs>
1: open wide.
0: Uh, yeah, open wide. The only note I had for this was, I like it a lot, and it's a nice opening. That's I,
1: that's with me as well. I think that's... I think it's a solid opening and kind of sets mm-hmm. the, the scene.
0: And it's been... To set even more scene, it's been five years since his last comedy special. So yeah. uh, we'll get into a little bit more why it's been five years yeah. since that. But... Just as like an opening and a, hey, I'm back. I'm back. Daddy yeah. made you some <laughs> content, content is a hell, of, hell a of a way to reintroduce yourself. Um, I, we're not going to go through each song and everything. Um, we, can, we
1: can hit if there's yeah. certain spots.
0: I'd like to, we're going to do our top four songs and things like that. Yeah. We'll start with honorable mentions. Um, who do you have? Just if you have any honorable mentions off the top, if you'd like to go ahead. Um,
1: let me think. I, I think as in terms of a song this is my favorite song but I think the visuals for this one are insane it's the white woman's Instagram mm-hmm. I didn't have it in my like top five songs that I enjoyed but the uh, amount the attention to detail he has with all of those shots mm-hmm. are insane and I also like when his songs have like those serious moments where it's like comedy and then just kind of how like the Instagram because the for people who haven't seen this the, uh, the people who have the, the whole thing is shot like they're, all the Instagram photos are like the same ratio, like on the, the, square, the four by, like, three, on square, the four by yeah. three square. And then there's a brief moment where that square that square like fades away, and it's just like the actual person who is taking these pictures, making them seem like their life is this great thing. Where in reality, they actually give this small moment of like what they're actually going through. I always think that's something cool that he does in his songs.
0: Yeah, that is a highly ranked. One of mine, mm-hmm. um, for a lot of the reasons you yeah. just touched on. Yeah. Um, one of mine that it doesn't find its way into my rankings, but the uh, Jeff Bezos that two songs he does that like are a minute each or so. I don't know what prompts him to like bring up Jeff Bezos or anything like that. Um my only guess as to why is like maybe he needed some like equipment or like lighting or a mm-hmm. camera type thing and I if I remember correctly like even during the pandemic yeah. still like Amazon was still That was that yeah that, that, that was that was
1: one of the main theories I've seen is that like the way he's talking about like Zuckerberg and then it. it's like he's during the pandemic is fighting to get that top spot and it's like a song's parodying that, like, come on, Jeff, you can do it. As, like, as you, you know, mm-hmm. everybody's, you know, struggling their pandemic and Bezos making billions of dollars. But also, I I love that song. <laughs> it's, it's, it's way too short, but it's a banger. Uh,
0: the next honorable mention for me was the shit song. That's another honorable mention for me. Um. The- I've watched it twice now, and the first time that I watched it, I just looked at it through the scope of, like, the pandemic and everything, but the second time, and, like, after reading some things and listening to a few more things, um, that made me, like, broaden my entire view on that song, rather than just from the pandemic to the, like, mental health side of things that, again, we'll get to a little bit later, I'm sure, because...
1: Most of my songs are the more serious ones, yeah, which is weird, because that's... That's not what I would have expected, expected going in. And, like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, it gets, like, slower in the end. And, like, technically, like, it's definitely a lot less funny. Like, mm-hmm. there are still bits and pieces that are funny in the end, back half. But, yeah, that's where I think the best music.
0: Well, I think Bo be. does that in a lot of his specials where yeah. the it starts fun. But the ending songs, at least, or at are least always. the last song yeah. is something that, like, yeah. leaves you. And it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. But the, like shit song where he's like, oh, I haven't showered in nine days. Everything just like the, obviously in the pandemic, you didn't have to shower nine days. You weren't leaving your house. You weren't seeing anybody. But then just how like the mental health stuff where if you're depressed or anything, you just don't feel like doing anything. Like I enjoyed his different way of him showing the effects of mental health and depression and anxiety and things like that in a, musical format that makes it easier to digest for a for a topic that's not easy to talk about or digest for yeah. some people um do you have another honorable mention or anything or do you want to get yeah it i okay. was
1: thinking about having this on my list but i now kind of i want to have one funnier song so i'm gonna have like a slightly less one is i'm turning 30 because i really like i Well, also there's very it's one of like one of the darker moments in the whole mm-hmm. thing is where it's just like all right i'm gonna watch the clock which is weird. When I weird. Turn 30 and he's just standing there looking at it. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. But I do I do like that song. There's a lot of mm-hmm. different lines that I like. Uh, the whole, like, my stupid friends are having stupid, stupid children. Yeah. Stupid, fucking, ugly, boring children.
0: It was... Obviously, we are not 30 yet. We're yeah. 24. So and it's not so, as relatable, so maybe... But it... I've seen people that, like, we went to co- high school and college yeah. with that are, like, getting engaged and, like buying houses and yeah. living with significant others. There's a relatability. There's a relatability that is very uncomfortable sort of yeah. about some of what he brought up. So yeah. give me the willies a little bit. Um, Alright so you wanna Yeah I'll start. So the number four song for me that I have Oh shit I have five. Do you do can do five. Alright throw, th- throw five real quick. Um, you can do
1: your four tins.
0: My four Fifth one would probably be the social brand consult. It's not a song, it's not a song, but that is a one But the social too. brand sketch, where base, <laughs> and it's very well done. Where the premise of it is. Like, in quotes from it are, what are you selling? What do you stand for? Who are do, you? Yeah, who are you, Bagel Bites? Bites? Will you support wheat thins and the fight against <laughs> Lyme disease? Like, the question
1: is not, will you buy wheat thins? Yeah. Uh,
0: it's basically just like, why do these companies feel the need to make statements on yeah. everything and make their stances yeah. clear on everything? And is it just for brand awareness and like... All this other stuff. Yeah. And it reflects on us as well as consumers. Yeah. Like, we're at a point now where why do we feel the need yeah. for a fucking bagel bites or yeah, meat yeah, things like, or
1: like... It makes me think of... And then the brands who do it or so, they don't really know what they're doing. And then yeah. you get like the uh, that Raiders tweet. So Ooh, fucking... That was so, bad. Yeah. That one was tough. Well, well, like... The Burger King one woman belong in the kitchen. Dot, dot, dot. If they want to, that is. It's like that... What are you doing with Burger King?
0: And then, like, speaking from, like, a little bit of experience of seeing, like, the backlash and everything, like, I worked social media for Papa John's a little bit and, like, for Pride Month this month. Yeah. We changed our avatars to, like, our regular logo and then there's a Pride flag in the yeah. back. Like, I have no problem supporting Pride yeah. and everything. And the Papa John's company did some things, like, to educate and tweet out things about, um... Yeah. The LGBTQ movement and everything like that. But just seeing the responses responses and the pushback from people on both sides, like Papa John's didn't need to make that. And that's the big overarching thing is like, why do we as people even give a shit what a brand like really thinks about? It's a brand. Like it's not a person. It's not anything like that. I'm with you. Um, I was like, "Tell J.P. Morgan that they are against racism <laughs> in theory." <laughs> um, so that was my last minute okay, number five. Yeah. Who's your number five, your five? song? five song. I'm gonna go the first technical
1: song because I I feel like it's a good not only with like the first song it's a good tone setter. I think like the first it's like I feel like he always kind of has like a big opening song and the comedy song mm-hmm. I really liked and I also there are also aspects of that song that come back later. Um, like later down the, mm-hmm. the line in the show and like other songs, so
0: I feel like one of those songs is going to be on your list if I know what I'm talking about.
1: Potentially. Potentially, but yes, I and then there's some really funny the parts where he's writing on the board. And if you screenshot it, it's like comedy Dude. equals tragedy, it's like tragedy equals time, or like comedy <laughs> equals time. And it was like time, time equals, equals money, money, M- money plus yeah, time, time, time equal- equals- it was like money plus. 9, nine 11 11 plus nine time 11, yeah. equals funny. Or, like, it's like, 9-11 plus money equals funny.
0: <laughs> the That isn't on my list, but, like, some notes I had for that were, like, in the song he says healing the world with comedy. Yeah. But it's the one thing I can do, like, while I'm still being paid. Yeah, yeah. And having, like, all this attention on me. So yeah. it's, like...
1: It's, like, oppression. Income it, equality. Yeah. The, the other stuff.
0: And so it's like, I do think Bo has like the right intentions and everything, but yeah. at times I imagine he just feels like, well, why, like if this is all I can do, I'm still being paid for it. I'm still yeah the center of attention. How much of a difference am I really yeah. making about everything? Um, so that was your number five. So what was the- your number four?
1: My number four is going to be It's going to be "All Eyes on Me," which maybe that's maybe that's low. That's, but, extremely, uh, that's extremely low. low. I, I do like that song a lot. I guess it's just like I don't know. I think I think of some of these other songs and the replayability for me. But however, the "All Eyes on Me" EDM remix. If if you haven't checked it out, it, it, it's great. But I don't. Yeah, the song, especially and this song is itself because you have like a three minute break of him talking to the audience that kind of slows it down a bit and maybe prevents it from being a little further. But I do like what he's saying during that part. But I don't know, it also feels sad. He's like, this is like the lowest point of him. And I do, what I think is cool is that it feels like it's kind of, it's like he's referencing the last songs of his old specials in a way. Like it's like the way he's kind of like, it's a similar style to the song as like the the this, the ending song from his last special, like the Kanye rant mm-hmm. one. It feels like it's kind of mirroring that, and I really like that one.
0: So, all eyes on me comes a little bit later on mine. I'll talk a little bit yeah. more about that. Um, my number three, my number four song, excuse yeah. me, uh, was Welcome to the Internet, mm-hmm. and I think the most poignant quote from that is, "Could I interest you in everything all, all of all the, the time?" time? Um, a little bit of everything all the time. Apathy is a tragedy, and boredom is a crime. Yeah. Uh, it is wild to think, and when you put it as, like, simply as that, the internet becomes such a dumbed-down type thing, but to think of the vastness of the internet with everything mm-hmm. and just how easily accessible it is all of the time, um, just how... and in the song he lists all the different type of like different things you can do on the internet like how to build a bomb yeah like all this other just (laughs) anything you want is readily available at your fingertips which is like every single moment yeah good and bad Mm -hmm. at the same time and i think he does a good job presenting Mm. the good and bad of it um if you listen there's interviews all. and yeah. stuff out there with him where he talks about
1: it's the internet in general the internet
0: and how it plays a part in like the younger generations mm-hmm. and how it's basically kind of fucking ruining yeah. the younger generations and mm-hmm. I think he illustrates it extremely well yeah um in this song I know you probably just did songs so this won't come up it's sort of another um is sketch when, is type when thing? he's like
1: laying down and he's talking about it's or,
0: it's not that it's when he's just sitting there and it's very on early on in the special where he's like, he's like can anybody, anybody just shut, just shut, the, shut the fuck, fuck up? up?
1: And then he's like, there's like, Hey Bo, you're not shutting the yeah. fuck up. And that's true. But and he just cuts away.
0: It just like, I, I want to talk about that a little bit where like everything, anybody can comment on every single, thing. every fucking, and, most and everybody of the time, can hear it
1: uh, every time.
0: Most of the time, Almost everybody, not everybody, but the amount of volume of, like, replies about something. If there's a controversial thing, just Mm -hmm. take, like, the capital thing. I don't want to get into all that, but just the amount of volume of tweets and posts and everything that comes from that, it can feel like everyone is saying something. And to build on that, it goes into where he is, like, reacting
1: To his own reaction. To his
0: own reaction. And it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger in the show, the special. And it becomes distorted pretty much where you can't understand anything. And that's basically what Twitter Twitter fucking is. Where you start at this one thing, the one video of Bo talking about that. And then somebody will tweet a reply to the original tweet. And Mm. then that's Bo reviewing that. And it all just becomes so loud and messy and you yeah. can't find the one fucking point
1: point. and that's pretty much and that's the thing that's interesting somebody i saw somebody on twitter who said this but like how twitter is different from like facebook or like other platforms where you can kind of stay within your own limits of like what you see like sure there are going to be outside forces that are going to try to like advertise mm-hmm. to you and kind of create a bubble twitter if you say one thing Anybody can retweet it. Every Any single person that you don't even know, unless you're like privated, mm-hmm. anybody can see that versus on Facebook, you're typically going to be with your, a group of people that you know. Mm-hmm. It's a lot less likely for your post to, or what your thoughts on something to be exposed to that big of a level. Mm-hmm. So that's, I don't know,
0: potentially bad. <laughs> not potentially. It <laughs> it's bad. Basically <laughs> is bad. Okay. And I felt like, not guilty, but, like, I spend a decent amount of time, like, on social media, and, like, hearing how yeah. like, Bo talks about uh-huh. social media, like, oh uh, fuck. I, unfortunately, have not changed my social media habits. You no, know, not at all. But, uh, I mean, it makes you at least more aware of and conscious of, like, things you're doing on yeah. social media and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, that was my fourth song. My third song was... Uh, white woman's Instagram. Yeah. Um, I think that Harpinger's back to like old school Bo Burnham yeah, content like, and everything. Yeah. And how you said how it's a silly song and everything. And visually, I think it was one of the most like I would assume challenging ones because yeah. he had to stage all the different photos and everything like that. But to echo what you said earlier, how I. In my original viewing, didn't even notice that the screen shrink, shrinks to the like size of the Instagram, and, and then expands. It expands, and it's the one time spoiler alert here. It's yeah. not even really a spoiler. The one time it expands and it opens up to what. I assume symbolically he is saying, like, yeah. is real life.
1: Yeah, it's like the one brief yeah. moment of being real that it people are seeing. is
0: like on the anniversary of a 10-year death and of the parent. white woman's um, mom. 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 And talking to her through an Instagram post yeah. and everything like that. And basically saying the, that's the only time yeah. we're real. And obviously... With Instagram, you can put out a persona or mm-hmm. curate your posts and your stories to make it yeah. seem like you're living one life yeah. when, on the other hand, on the real part of life, yeah. you might be actually struggling and everything. Which uh-huh. that's not new to anything, but Bo, I think, does a good nice. job illustrating that through camera work yeah. and
1: mm-hmm. the songs. always another thing that's interesting that I think of like people, and I, I'm probably with us too but like on like on instagram you can go from it's like such a contrast where you start with like all the typical like gochi salad then it's like a serious moment and then right back to that mm-hmm. like like it's not even anything like that's just one little moment no. no sorry sorry serious. sorry serious listening serious listening but then like i always see like celebrities they'll be tweeting like r.i.p my grandma like i love you so much and like the next one is like Ad for mm-hmm. like it's just like look at this body cream it's well, like that's a wild contrast that we're just kind of throwing out there
0: and then that speaks to what and i probably could have mentioned this at the start yeah um in his opening like monologue of like oh welcome to this special blah mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah 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 he at the very end he goes i did this by myself like the transitions aren't going to be mm-hmm. great and it just cuts off just right, 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 right in the there. middle i feel like so many of these Sketches and songs and everything are presented in a way where it very loosely mimics like a timeline of some sort on social media where Mm -hmm. it's just presented as like each individual thought and like some of of them are jumping yeah he just jumps around from like sketch to song to like serious (laughs) to funny stuff uh, like
1: that like the transition from like the unpaid intern song it's like and then it goes right to that (laughs) Uh, cut scene where he's reacting to mm-hmm. himself so alright
0: that the it's discussion <laughs> the third song for me was White Woman's Instagram what was the third song uh, for
1: the me? third song for me is a dark a, a similar like idea as That Funny Feeling which is a very very sad song when you start looking into it it's kind of him being like I don't know I feel like I, I don't know if I've been past it to talk about the song but it's like very it's him listing all of these things that's like it's almost repre- things are representative of like the way he sees the world and that there's like kind of like this hopelessness or he feels like he's being detached from reality and like he can't really believe all these things he's listening, whether it's like Logan Paul or just a bunch of stuff and like that funny feeling of like is of him feeling, you know, disassociated from like everything that's going on right now or or just like life in general and feeling there's the one line in there that's like, 30,000 years of this, seven more to go, which I think 20, is re- 20,000 yeah. years of this, and that's referencing, like, climate change and all that, and it's a very, it's a song that I think is also just super catchy, too, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's the one song that he plays on the guitar, and it feels like it's a very, like, raw song, and I, I, I like the aspect of him, it's kind of like a apocalyptic, we didn't start the fire type mm-hmm. song, he's listening all of these different types of things, so I, I, that song really struck a chord with me. I don't know if you have that song on anywhere. Or... It's
0: not on any of my list. I understand why it resonates and why yeah. it's important and everything. And I think you did a great job with it and everything. And it comes in that yeah. basically last 30 minutes or so with the special when yeah. it seems He's the mood certainly which. definitely changes and everything. Yeah. Um, and okay. So it was a good one. Uh, do you want to go with your number two?
1: I'll go with my number two. And this is a short one, but it's one that pops up pretty much throughout the through the rest of the special in a lot of different ways is Look Who's Inside Again. It's the song where he's sitting. Um, it's kind of like right before the problematic song where he's like sitting on the little keyboard. It's like, and the one line that really sticks with me is like, well, well, look who's inside again. Went out to look for a reason to hide again. And it was almost like a kind of a metaphor for like depression and like and just I think just it's a good the way that it wraps around like that it's you can find that melody throughout like the ending song you find it in the um when he's watching the stream of himself, of the inside game and like mm-hmm. the background music is that song and I just really I don't know and I also can relate to it as like somebody who I felt like as a, as a kid being inside trying to create stuff I don't know I just I just really enjoyed that song even though it's very short wish it was a little longer but
0: mm-hmm. you know so I agree with basically everything you said that did not make it on mine but yeah. I agree with everything you said yeah. my number two is Goodbye um the technically the last ending song Yeah, there is a credit song or whatever Um, a a lengthy quote I have from Goodbye but I woke up in a house that's full of smoke, I'll panic so call me up and tell me a joke when I'm fully irrelevant and totally broken damn it, call me up and tell me a joke oh shit, you're really joking at a time like this, well well look who's inside Inside again yeah
1: And then how it's slowed down and morphed.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, after the Look Who's Inside again, it comes with, we Uh, now come out with with your hands up. We've got got you surrounded. surrounded. It ties, what you said, ties into, obviously, that end part. But going back to the comedy song at the beginning, where it sort of plays into this, where, like, All this shit in the world is going on. Like, when he made it, there was the pandemic, there was the riots, there's climate change, there's Mm -hmm. all, race, there's so much shit going on, and I certainly don't want to speak for Bo, but it seemed like at the time of this, or what this song, it seemed like he was trying to convey, like, all I can really provide is fucking jokes and comedy and everything, and like, in the grand scheme of things, what is that really going to do for people on anything and I hate that that he views that as just something so simple that he can't really help because I imagine there's people that like look f- for what Bo has done in the past and then with this special as like a way to escape certain things if like as a comfort to go to anything and yeah. maybe it's not helping on the bigger grander stage for yeah. those things but I would say probably in day to day people's lives it's helping what he's doing um but with goodbye, and everything he he sort of recorded that earlier on in the special. It looks like at least because yeah. of his hair and his beard yeah. and everything.
1: I but was it? Do you think it was maybe like which is again, at the end, like when he started shaving? Yeah,
0: dad, that like, was another thing I was supposed. I it looks like it's at the start because yeah. of his beard length and his hair. But then how you just said yeah. it could have been just at like the very end yeah. and everything like that. Um, so. My number one song after "Goodbye" is "All Eyes on Me," hands, mm-hmm. down. hands down. Could I think if this song wasn't in a quote unquote comedy special, yeah. like it could very well be like a top forty song. Mm-hmm. Like if you put Post Malone's yeah. name on this and not Bo Burnham's, I think it could be a top and forty song. You add song him on a
1: trap be behind it or yeah, anything right. like that. Um, also, just I. It's, that's this is and you can go deeper into the song too. But that just the way his music has improved over the years. Yeah, because like it's not that his songs were like bad back in the day, but it's like he's his singing voice is a lot better. And I think all the production value of it. It seems like he really like put his work in when it comes to making this. So, and it's, it shows definitely on on all eyes mm-hmm. on me.
0: Uh, the big quote from that, which I'm sure you've seen on TikTok or something now, which I wonder if like how Bo Burnham feels about like this portion and this song being like a now popular TikTok trend like I have no clue if he would like something like that or not but the quote you say the ocean's rising like I give a shit you say the whole world's ending honey it already did you're not gonna slow it heaven knows you tried got it good now get inside yeah um again I personally have no clue exactly what Bo Burnham was referencing but my interpretation and how I at least applied it like there's all these factors in the world and he references the oceans rising and like the world ending and through depression and everything like that it just doesn't even resonate with him doesn't really give two shits about Mm -hmm. because there's already this existential like inner thing that he's dealing with And everything like that, that is already a bigger problem for him. And then you pile on these other Mm -hmm. larger fucking things that everybody has to deal with Mm -hmm. not your own. Um, It feels, I could imagine that it feels absolutely Mm -hmm. uh, terrible. And then at the very end, whereas I got it, good, now get inside. Inside, I feel like just... Represents. Mm -hmm. Yeah, represents that depression or that mental... mental health disorder or anything like that that it just draws you back in and it it speaks as a place of like I feel like everybody can always go inside and I think people with mental health disorders can always like slip back into Into that that, no matter if they're like outside or anything Uh like that and again I don't know if this goes on to your like number one song but at the very end where he like leaves this house mm-hmm. and everything and he gets the applause or whatever, and then he ends up going outside and he finds like oh shit like I want to go back back outside, but like, he can't
1: go back in yeah. yeah and there's also and it's because my number one isn't the goodbye song mm-hmm. even though I did I I kind of regret probably wish I had that in the top five because I do love how it connects everything and also with all eyes on me there's definitely like a connection it's almost like it's his h- inner voice that like. Of depression telling him to not care about those things, to be apathetic towards, Mm -hmm. like, climate change. Like, who gives a shit? And then maybe I could see him maybe not loving it becoming a TikTok trend. I don't really know the context of what the trend is. The
0: trend will just be, like, the only part, the punchline part is the, like, I give a shit Uh, part. So it'll be... I. Oh, it'll be the one one of them that I've seen is a parent loading their child into the yeah. car and it's like my kid telling me a forty eight minute long story and okay. then the punchline is the guy closes like the door and he goes like I give a shit. But like, that's
1: probably not that's that's probably just people taking the popular stuff. Yeah, which
0: is fine, but I again it would be interesting to see what Bo Burnham yeah. thought about that. But um In the middle of that song, between the first verse and the second verse everything, Bo talks about how he took the five years off because he started to have panic attacks on Mm -hmm. stage and everything. And then he went and worked on himself these last five years. And uh, right when he was about to start touring again in the start of 2020, the pandemic happens. And I thought he never, ever says, like, Pandemic. He, he never, never driving, He never says the word. He just, out. I mean, he just says the funniest, throughout the entire yeah. special, but yeah. mainly here, he just says a funny thing funniest happened. Thing I thought that happened, was, yeah. I thought it was cool interesting. That I, I
1: thought it was an interesting choice not to mm-hmm. include like the pandemic itself. I thought it was mm-hmm. a, a cool move.
0: Um, but that is far and away my number one yeah. song from this, and maybe my favorite Bo Burnham song yeah. ever. Uh, what's your number 1?
1: I'll go into the one, number 1 right after this cuz you okay. brought it up how like when he's watching himself at the very end like he's like when he goes outside mm-hmm. tries to get back in and then it like zooms out and he's watching himself on the projector mm-hmm. and I don't know exactly what if this was a message mm-hmm. or if people were looking too into it but our, somebody pointed out that uh and in, in the make happy special at the end he says all of us we want to watch our watch ourselves as like a satisfied like audience member and it's almost like at the very end of this special like that's what he's doing it's almost as if he's like he's fallen into that like trap that he was telling people not to get into at the end of that special almost because at way. the
0: very end i yeah. mean he's smiling stoic, yeah. and, he, he, and then, and then he like, smi- like a flashes quick, a little smile a little quick and then and smirk and then he, you know, it's, yeah um so food for thought
1: number one song number one song you already mentioned it uh Welcome to the internet. I think it just combines every single thing about Bo Burnham that makes him him. Like, it reminds me of some of his... With, like, the theatrics, he sounds like a like a Disney villain, basically. And it's, one, it's catchy. Two, I also... It's pretty disturbing when you think about it. Just, like, all the... It's like, here's a nine-year-old who died. And, like, oh, here's... Take this Harry Potter quiz. Here's a... No, the, what was the thing? He was like, here's... pencil pencil drawings of all the different characters of Harry Potter (laughs) Mm -hmm. fucking each other. And then like all of that What Power Ranger are Are you? you? Obama sent the immigrants to vaccinate your kids. Like That's just just, uh, it's it's something that just like sticks in my head and also the part where the song slows down. It's almost like he's seducing like the younger people to be like join the internet to be like saying, like, you, you, and, like, kind of talking to them in this way that'll get them to join the is that is
0: Is this in the song where he, uh... He talks about, like, the two-year-old playing like, with mommy, the Mommy iPad. let you use your yeah.
1: iPad. You were only two. That line, I'm like, oh,
0: Yeah, God. well, because, I mean, certainly it did not happen with us, and, yeah. like, we're still, like... I don't know what the fuck that was. It was probably some child asking for his mother's iPad. Uh, (laughs) But speaking to what I was saying, we weren't raised like that. But just to see how, like, online our generation is and then just through, like... How even more online the next generation is because seeing younger generations when you're, like, out to eat or, like, doing something, if a parent doesn't want to deal with their kid, they've got them, like, a tablet or mm-hmm. they give them their phone to do stuff like it's. Yeah. It's a very scary thing to think. It, there's positives from it, yeah. from it for sure, but there are major societal drawbacks yeah. that can also come with it. That our generation is experiencing a little bit of it, but the coming generations, mm-hmm. if things continue to progress, yeah. are going to. The ramifications yeah. be felt and even like, further.
1: And, like, so, like, I've been teaching this summer, and, like, with some of these kids, their connections to their phones is just ridiculous. Like, I've overheard kids be like, my phone, like, that's just what, like, gives me life, man. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking? I'm like, what What do you mean? And then it's like, if you take away their phone because you're not supposed to have phones out, it's like they, they like, shut down. It's like they're... It's, t- it's hard to explain, but it's this, like... Just connection to their phones that is, and I mean, considering how interconnected like the internet is, I don't know. There's no, it's pretty impossible to break that chain. And like, you, I don't think it'll ever happen, but you just have to like try to teach young people how to
0: not have a dependency, have a on.
1: dependency on that technology. Uh, yeah. That's what you gotta hope for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so overall, um, what did you think of the special itself? I, I mean,
1: I it stuck with me, so that, I'll give it that. And also, it's one of those things that's grown on me a lot more. I think it's the best music he's ever done. I don't think it's the funniest thing, but that's not. I don't think it's intention. it's
0: certainly not the funniest. He's and, done, and it's but... not.
1: I don't think it's its intention. But I do think it's something that definitely captured. I think a lot of, of feeling. And you know, but a lot of people are talking about, like, well, Bo Burnham, he's this rich, like, he's pretty, probably a fairly wealthy guy. He's probably, I think he has a wife or I think he has a fiance or something. Like, he's probably, is he faking this or is he not? But I think either, like, I think he captures, like, an, in, like a feeling that a lot of us have had, not only through this pandemic, but just, like, mentally, everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think regardless of if you have money or if you're just a normal, everyday person, I think it's captured that kind of feeling that everybody's had over the last year or so.
0: Yeah, like, I couldn't imagine... To to speak to your point how, like, about faking everything, I couldn't imagine working towards something for five years and when I finally feel like I've achieved it to, like, from him saying like, I need this break because of the panic attacks and all this other stuff. He has that break. He takes the break, works on his mental health, Gets to a point where he, like, feels like it is going to be fixed and everything. Mm -hmm. And he feels comfortable enough to start performing again. To have all that be taken away and, like, that work certainly wasn't for nothing because it certainly probably has helped him in his personal life. But to have the goal probably of being, like, able to perform again and to have that Mm -hmm. ripped away after five years of work, like, I couldn't imagine the type of, like... Anguish and a setback that could be like for somebody's mental health um to piggyback off on what you said earlier too like going into it i was excited but i wasn't expecting anything like this and after the first time i watched it i texted you asked you how you liked it or whatever and i yeah i was
1: like i liked it i think i was also fairly hungover when i watched it the first time but yeah it was something that it wasn't what I expected initially, so, like, it threw... Mm-hmm. I just... I don't know.
0: Like, I, I, I knew that I liked it. Yeah. But I knew I was going to need, like, a couple days to, like, mm-hmm. better understand what everything he was trying to say and his message yeah. about it and everything like that. And musically, I think it's his best... Yeah, by far. ...he's done and everything. Um, and then... I guess the other big question is: You think once everything open, Will everything opens back up, which it sort of technically is much. now. Yeah. But do you think he'll end up going on the road again anytime soon? My thing with that oh, would yeah. be: I don't know if he has more material like ready or anything because I d- no clue when this yeah. technically was finished, and then. How long he would have of a turnaround to write yeah. or anything? Um, if I think I remember correctly, the first, especially put out for Netflix, what came out in twenty thirteen, and then his yeah. next one came out in like twenty sixteen. I think so. Yeah. A three. So at least if Bo Burnham wants to come back and he doesn't come back till twenty twenty four, like I'm yeah. totally fucking fine. fine with that. I don't yeah. care about. And if he continues to. Do other things like direct and which he'll probably do. I think he seems to act that. and be in like the public eye. Like I'm for that. And if he doesn't want to fuck, if he if this is it, like, but we're not giving me enough. You're giving me enough. Daddy's given us daddy's enough. Daddy's giving content. us the content.
1: And I do wonder maybe if he did will like if he like toured this like just inside itself. I don't think he would. It might like defeat the purpose of like his that was at him in that moment. But like, I'd go. I've watched those songs being performed live. I don't think that would happen, or unless like not in this same context of mm-hmm. like the show. But I,
0: I just want to see him live. I would love to see him live. Uh, do you have any other thoughts or anything about Bo Burnham's special or Bo Burnham as a? I think
1: we've I think I think, I think we've hit a lot. We've hammered the nail here, at least a little bit. Probably we probably haven't gone as deep into it as a lot of other people, but I think we've gone.
0: I think for the. Fairly
1: for us. We we went a little
0: bit deeper than surface level, and if anybody else wants to chime in deeper, do that on your own time and (laughs) get back to us. We'd love to to discuss it for you. Uh, Crumb. do you have anything else just in general you want to talk about? You want to promote anything? I have (laughs) no clue if you have anything. I have nothing to
1: promote as of now. Uh, Oh, your brother's song. My brother's song, Uh, yeah, AC Crash. And do you want to look it up on YouTube right now? It'll probably be on. Spotify, Apple Music, whatever. In the next couple weeks, he'll be dropping music all summer. I don't know if I'll be dropping music anytime soon, but if I do, I'll let you know. Carson, he was a, a good friend here. He posted one of my songs as one of the ending songs to a
0: podcast. So, shout he, out him. He's Andrew Crum is on Spotify and yeah. If you want to so. give it a listen, why not? Might as well. Might I mean, as well. What are you listening to? Yeah, Bo Burnham's sad songs. <laughs> sad songs. Something happened. Okay. Well, come. thank you very much for being on this week's episode of The Sack. I, again, greatly appreciate it.
1: I appreciate you having me on. I Listen, this was a long time. Three, three and a half years in the making. I feel like I've, I was there since The, the Sack was in its early, early... It's so inception. inception. I said inception, or I wanted to find a different word. I couldn't think of it, so I went to... It's infancy. Yes. yeah. It's it's infancy.
0: You watched it crawl. You helped guide it, taking its first steps, and now you're running with it's the sack. An
1: 80, 84-year-old sack. Yes.
0: Enjoy that. Um, I don't know when the next sack episode is going to come out. Football season is right around the corner. Um, I'll probably give some... Season previews for college and NFL on a sack, but uh, until then, thank you all for listening. Uh, like, rate, and subscribe, as I say. After we talk about internet and all this problems and everything, but you go all right ahead so and go do that. Ahead. Um, this is gonna be on Spotify, Smash so that fucking like, yeah, iTunes, everything like that. Um, thank you once again, and as always, as on the set, We will be- see. Uh, I'm Almost over, it's just begun, don't overthink this, look in my eye, don't be scared, don't be shy, come on in, the water's fine. You say the ocean's rising like I give a shit, you say the whole world's ending, honey, it already did. You're not gonna slow if heaven knows you tried. Got it good, now get